Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by Kinprint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products, using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. Kinprint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. What's going on, folks? Welcome to Got Your Back post-game edition. Oh, yes, we're up nice and fast tonight. Oilers? Probably gave you a little bit of a scare, hey? You thought maybe they broke it with those new D pairings. You were thinking, what the heck? Change them back! Change them back! They sort of did. And they managed to eke out a win against the Anaheim Ducks. Jason Strudwick standing by. We're going to break it down. Got Your Back is always brought to you by Sherwood View with GMC. Thrilled to announce that thanks to your unwavering support, once again, number one volume GMC dealership in all of Canada. And that's because of your loyalty. So they would like to say thank you very much. Go see Phil and the crew just off Baseline Road on the way into Sherwood Park. they got a streamlined buying system, streamlined finance system. They've got stock on the lots. Just a great dealership experience. Check them out online at www.gmcpod.com. I am in our mobile long shot studio here tonight long shots all game days happy hour specials all day five dollar long shots lager strutty how are you tonight my friend struts you there you did strug i said yo i'm good what's up with you guys yo (laughs) there he is hey steve way to be on the ball there buddy way to be on the ball good man good good I uh, so I made the drive out to uh, Saskatoon today. I'm out here visiting oh, yes. visiting my son, uh, who works out here at uh, at the local CTV station. He's a young news reporter there. That uh, that's a drive struds that you could not off on real easy if you were if you're not uh, perky yeah. enough for it, man. That's a as a, a two lane road the entire way. Uh, I'll tell you what you got to do. That's a that's a two diet coke ride. And a bag of spits that gets you through those five hours pretty good. That's generally what I do. Diet Coke after you get to you know maybe Vegreville. Yeah. Pick up the spits and Lloyd. Pound another Diet Coke after that. That gets you there. Keeps you awake and then the right tunes. You're good to go. So you you go spits on the road, hey Steve uh, Steve Taylor. By the way, manning the controls uh, in Kelowna. Are you a spits guy when you drive too, Steve? Like I I did it for a while, you guys. And then I made the mistake of actually reading the labels on one of those bags. Have you seen, you get like a year's worth of sodium in half a bag of one of those bags of spits. Yeah, that's not really a concern to me. They're delicious. Yeah, Yeah. that's why it's (laughs) worth it. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, all that. I mean, I'm not exactly a picture of health, but there's certain things. It's like, it's just... It's just a bridge too far, like crazy, crazy amounts of sodium. But it keeps you awake, kind of keeps you alive. I ended up just going with uh, Nana's cookies. Nana dropped off some cookies before I left, right. so I probably had right. crushed four or five of the peanut butter cookies. And I went with the caramel macchiato, lactose-free uh, medium <laughs> right. caramel macchiato from Starbucks to get me through. Freddy. Yeah, it sounds like you went high calories rather than uh, high sodium. So I, I can see why you'd make that choice. Like, I'm sure they're both delicious. 
Health, health was at the very big, the very forefront of your thought. Lactose-free, yeah. though, Struddy. He didn't hear <laughs> yeah, that. Sorry. Yeah, Macchiato was lactose-free. That was for my tummy. Okay, okay, very good. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I suddenly see the kind of double standard in in the last couple of points I just made, fellas. Yeah. Uh, Steve, we'll check in with you in a little bit, buddy, for our Ask Us Anything segment. Good to see ya. And we're going to get to our breakdown here in just a moment. Before we do, though, uh, just wanted to take a quick mention, Strutty. Uh, tough day in, in our industry yesterday and today. Uh, I'm sure you saw it all over social media, right? Obviously, some pretty significant cuts uh, made by Bell. Um, I've worked for this company for 20-plus years, and uh, these days are never easy. Some fantastic colleagues, some amazing people uh, ended up, uh, you know, with, with their jobs coming to an end. Um, and it's... It's, it's just really, really tough to see. So our thoughts are with all of those who've been affected by this. So many talented people, so many wonderful people. Um, business can be tough sometimes, and we're thinking of them today, Stretty. Yeah, for sure. I reached out to a couple of buddies that that, that, that uh, found themselves on the outside looking in. And I remember I went out when I went through it. And, um, you know, it, unfortunately, the nature of media is changing. So I think you know as an, an employee, and, and not just Bell, but any media company, things are changing. So the ground sure. shifting underneath you. So you kind of know what's coming. And when the moment comes though, you know, there's different feelings. There's feelings of, you know, embarrassment or I, I, I wasn't good enough or whatever, mm -hmm. but you know, I'm telling these people you are and, and there's value too. And it, it may not be where you're at just because of the changing landscape. But, um, you know, that was my message to the people I reached out to. Yeah, I think that's extremely well said, my friend, and I, I definitely echo those sentiments. Lots of good people uh, across the country. So thinking of all of them. Uh, in the meantime, we got a job to do tonight. The Edmonton Oilers, uh, you know, it wasn't a great start for them, but Evander Kane comes up big, Calvin Pickard comes up big, and uh, they managed to eco to win. So let's get to breaking it down, down, shall we? Brought to you by Adrenaline Diesel, where they specialize in heavy-duty truck and trailer repair, performance tuning parts and sales. They have seven gigantic bays, and there's not much they can't figure out for you. Marty and his crew have extremely high standards. They'll leave your truck in great shape. Like it's right out of the factory, go to adrenalinediesel.ca. So, I don't know, Struds, what do you want to do here? Where do you want to start with this? Last night, we kind of called BS on those D pairings. And then, lo and behold, uh, you know, they roll them out for the game tonight. I still can't figure out why they are doing this. And, you know, uh, they ended up making a subtle switch uh, midway through the game there, uh, changing Bouchard and Ekholm back. But I was surprised to see it. I can't figure out why they're doing it. And I didn't love the look of it early. Yeah, well, let's, let's start the very beginning of it. So they had a game Tuesday. And I believe Wednesday had a golf outing with um, some people. Some some I think I think their owner was there, Daryl Cates, if I'm understanding it, and some others. So I'm guessing that that was kind of like Shogger's trip to Saskatoon. Maybe not the healthiest decisions in, in those moments. So that's sometimes a tough game to kind of get to get up and running. And, um, you know, I wasn't there, so I don't know, but I have been on those trips before, and they're pretty fun. So maybe the legs were a little bit heavy, and they hadn't quite burnt it out. So I think that we have to start with that. And sure. then he moved to the change of the of the D, and I, 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 I kind of wrestled this all day. Will he change it? Won't he change it? And if he does, why is he changing it? Yeah. And, you know, the, the the one thing I kept coming back to is the, the key piece, I think, was maybe Darren A. 
Can Darnay play those minutes? Now, he played just under 20 minutes tonight, which I'm guessing is a, a career high. I don't know that for sure, but I'm mm-hmm. guessing that if not a career high, it's definitely at the higher end of the register of where he played. Um, you know, can he play those kind of minutes? And I, you know, he he's a great story, and I love where he's at. I don't know that he's right now ready for that kind of jump up into that top four echelon. Uh, of uh, because it's not just the defensive play; it's also the plays of of making the puck and keeping the play alive. And he did an all right job, but consider the team they're playing against. Like at the end, the, it was him and Nurse out there to protect that lead. Great block leads to the the the, the, the yeah. Patrick goal by Kane. So you know what is what he has a goal. Like the, he being Knobloch has a goal for this or a reason to explore this, and, I, and I'm trying to figure out what what is it. And I, I, I came up with it's on Dayarnay that he's trying to figure out what he looks like in that spot. So increasing Dayarnay's responsibility, taking advantage of a player who seems to be ready for more and more all the time, and just giving an opportunity, kind of removing that minute ceiling to see what he can do with it, right? That I kind of understand. But you can do that with only changing two pairings. I don't know why he had to change all the pairings in order to give Dayarnay a few more minutes. Why not just swap him and Cece out? And kind of see how that goes. Why would you mess with one of the best pairings in the league for the last two months? That's the part of this that I'm having a hard time with. I understand wanting to give him a look. I like and, it. And at the end of the day, they went back to to Ekholm and Bouchard together. But it just seemed very, very dramatic a change for a team that had been doing nothing but winning games, had just had a really disappointing loss. I just don't understand the need to shake it up right in that moment. So uh, I don't know why all three had to change strengths. No, and, and you're not wrong. And then so, so we, it's funny we're we're trying to get to the same place. You know, I'm saying why? What are they looking for? And you're saying why would they change something that works? And I and I, I agree with you. I I don't. But he's got to have a goal. There's got to be a reason. And I I just don't understand the reason behind it. Um, you know, did, what did we, so what did we learn tonight? Well. I think we learned that Echo and Bouchard fit well together. I think we can agree with that. I don't think Kulak and Cece are bad together. And quite frankly, I don't think Nurse and Darnay are bad together. But it's not about whether they're good or bad together. It's do you believe that these are the three that are going to get you through deep playoff run or into a deep playoff run? And I, as they're constructed, I'm not sure that's the one that's going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we kind of start there because we were really fixated on it yesterday, but there was a lot more sure, than yeah. just that happening in the game tonight. Uh, not a great start for the Edmonton Oilers. And once again, you know, Calvin Pickard steps in in a role where he's not seeing a ton of action, has barely played the last little while. And, uh, you know, sure, he made a few mistakes tonight, but Strud's overall, uh, for a team that didn't show up on time, I thought their goaltender did, and it was difference-making. It was huge. I thought he had a great game. Honestly, I thought he made some huge saves. Uh, you know, I'm thinking early uh, in the first was it a, or in the first period, there was a breakaway. Uh, there was a nice pass yeah. that uh, had to make a quick pad save. Those could have both been been goals. So he he made some quality saves. Um, is there maybe a PK one he'd like to have back? Yeah, I think so. I sure. think we could probably agree there's a PK one or two he'd like to have back. Um, but at the end of the day. He did enough to get his team to win. And honestly, as a backup goalie, that's kind of your job. You don't, you're not expecting the backup goalie to steal you games. Mm-hmm. I thought he gave him enough saves to give him a chance to win a game tonight uh, and, and, and until the team kind of got rolling. And 
uh, kind of pushed pushed Anaheim out of the game. Yeah, and and overall on the night, I thought he had some really nice saves, like some high quality, difficult saves. I thought he made through the night, and more than enough to make up for the mistake or two that he made here or there. But so Pickard to me, real big difference maker in this game. Now, while the Oilers did not start on time, and I didn't like the way they played early on, the one thing I did like about their game struts was that they seemed like a team that knew how to shift it into a different gear to go ahead and grab it. Like there was a maturity about the way they took this game over after understanding they almost blew it in the early going. Am I overthinking that or did you see that too? Okay, so I made that point. What point of the game did you see that? Uh, I would say the, there was a shift late in the first where I thought they had a real, you know, a real solid shift. Uh, we saw McDavid throw a pretty big hit there. Uh, I think maybe yeah. sending a message through his lineup. I would say late in the first, early in the second. Okay, you're a lot more uh, forgiving than I am. I'm going to go all the way to the third and that power play. We, I don't believe we've seen that power play, uh, power play or power play, either one. Yeah, we haven't seen the power play have that urgency and kind of aggressiveness in a while. That power play, the puck was zinging around, and I'm like, they're yeah. scoring here. They're, there's oh, no yeah. way they're not scoring. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that was uh, that was Drysaddle's goal on the power play. Yeah. The way they were, they were hunting pucks, they were zipping it around. Um, the Ducks just kept their their diamond box, whatever, 1-1-1, one, 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 whatever, 1-1-2. One, one, it just kept shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. And I haven't seen the power play look like that in a while. They were... Uh, they look like predators, and we—I don't think we've seen enough of that from the Warriors recently. So, I, two things. That's where I thought I saw them. Like, okay, we're going to get this with this, this right now. We're going to show these guys. But two, I think that's a great sign for the power play as they move forward because they—they haven't—they haven't felt looked or felt that way in a while, in my opinion. That's interesting, and I agree with you. Like, I, I agree with you the way that power play looked. It went next level. Like they were just kind of like leveling up, and. And I had that same feeling that you did. But to me, that wasn't the first time in the game where they showed signs of being a mature group that understood, okay, didn't have our best stuff tonight, but there's a certain speed level, work ethic level, tenacity level that's going to be required to get this game. And I thought they did a good job of adjusting and going out and getting it. So did you not see some of those signs a little bit earlier on in the game as well? Were they, I mean, what did they all shoot them, 12-2 in the second period? Something like that? Now I, I have to go back and check on the the high the the chances for that they had the good chances, but mm-hmm. it was it other than Leon's line. Now there, I could probably count on one or two fingers the really good chances they had in the first two periods. You know, I'm thinking of hmm. Janmark. Interesting. Uh, the, you know, there's Janmark's there, um, but even some of the ones like Connor's line had kind of around the side of the net. Those aren't massively difficult saves, and this isn't. You know, I'm not criticizing. Leon or Connor and his line mates, but they weren't great chances. You know, just because you're around them doesn't mean they're great chances. But I thought Leon's line had, you know, good chances. Obviously, they scored. They only had the first two goals of the of the game. Um, but the other lines were just kind of I didn't think they were they reminded me a little bit against Vegas, how they were kind of on the outside and ducks were kind of yeah. on the inside of the ozone. Uh so the uh, you know, the one I think I liked is they didn't get away from their game. And then this is now a pattern we're seeing. They didn't start taking chances or really making bad decisions offensively to try to create something that isn't there. Yeah. 
interesting. So let, let's focus in on the, the Corey Perry adjustment on that line. He gets bumped up next to Leon Dreisaitl and next to Evander Kane. Kane ends up with the hat trick here. And so a lot of the focus will be on him. But Strati, there were very Corey Perry-like fingerprints <laughs> all <laughs> over both of Evander Kane's first two goals. <laughs> like, that was so Corey Perry, man, on, on both of them. So... You know, we all saw the thing with the stick, but how about on the other one where he was the guy on the back track trying to disrupt things on the back check and then ended up being the one in the slot, you know, creating havoc in front of the net when it went in. And then that sneaky play that will would have driven Euler fans absolutely through the roof. But now guess what, Euler fan? He's doing it for your team. How are you feeling about that tonight? Well, I could tell Euler's fans are feeling when they were cheering him after yeah. scoring that goal because he's... Yeah. I, I wouldn't call that – it's a really great in the rules. I think he was trying to – I think he did try to it's slash so him. Greasy. Stick. It's so greasy. It, it is. And he did He did try to He did try to slash this. I don't think he tried to slash out of his hand, but he did try to slash it. And I saw all those Oilers fans in that jersey just cheering away when Kane just walks out of the corner. Bad defending there by the Ducks, by the way. There's no reason that guy should walk out of the puck, out of the corner with the puck, run into a slot and rip a shot. And you, you could tell that he was rattled. Uh, Gibson, no stick, and they they feel naked. It's like if I walked out into a West Hampton Mall buck naked, I'd be I'd feel completely uncomfortable. <laughs> That's how goalies feel without sticks. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, especially if it was cold in there. And they uh, they just it was incredible that they just uh, how how because I didn't think that was I thought he might try to shoot and beat him on the ice, but he didn't. He kind of put it it looked a bit in the air above the above the pad. So yeah, so you know what I. Corey Perry is disruptive. Then you could see it. I, I mentioned the other night, Perry and Kane together, they're going to net. They're pushing guys around. They're bullying guys. And the one time, Dayonair was in there. So you got Perry, Kane, and Dayonair pushing guys around the, the Ducks net. And I love that because that's just just putting people in their place. When other lines comes out, it's, it's just they've already been kind of ground and pounded a bit. Signature style performance from Evander Kane tonight. I mean uh, – yeah, and again, Gibson was definitely going to want at least one of those back. But you know, three goals, the empty netter, and, and even the empty netter took some effort and took some get up and go, right? So I, I took thought some? this was where. Yeah. Where's that on the four check? That was lightning speed. That we yeah. wins. You know, I'd like to see that a little more from the big man. I get it. Going <laughs> yeah. for a a well, Hattie is exciting, yeah. and I get it. And I'm not. Like, you know, I don't want to mean to be uh, disrespectful, but that speed, he he was a long ways away, and he beat that guy all the way up the ice and got it for his hat trick. Hats are flying. That speed, I now I know the level. So now the coaches know it. So if I'm his coach, I show him that, and then show maybe some of the four checks say, hey, buddy, we need you on this as well. That same yeah. tempo. Um, because he had a great night tonight. There's no doubt about it. But now they see that as a coach, I'm like, hey, I expect that all the time, even when you're not going for the hat-trick goal. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a great point. Um, so what did you think of uh, – you know, we, we talk about these deep-pairing switches. Did you see anything tonight that you would be interested in them re-racking in a really important game tomorrow night against the LA Kings? Like, are you re-racking 25 and, and 73 and just leave 14 and 2 for goodness sakes? But are you re-racking that other pairing? So, oh DNA and CC aren't. So, <laughs> I, I know it, it's really, you. yeah, no, I did because 
this is going to keep coming back to the same thing I've been saying for a while. They need someone who can move the puck crisper on that right side. And yeah. this isn't to be disrespectful of either 73 or 5. No, yeah. That yeah. is not their job. Those guys are not paid in that in the, for that market. Their job is defending, and they do a good job. They're pretty good defenders. Well, they are good defenders, and they, they're big. They take up space, all those things. Good guys in the room, all the stuff you want. But they are not natural puck movers. So when you have 25, 73 out there with 97, it's a lot different than 97 out with 14 and 2. Yeah, and good point so you. you just need something to get that puck up. Just move that puck up and just kind of help out uh, in that department. I know other people maybe want someone who's a little more something different, but that's what I want. I want that because that fuels or that that puts like uh, rocket fuel into your offense because the puck's moving yeah. up so much quicker. So if you tell me towards 73 instead of five, I'm like, okay, that's fine. But it's not like you're switching out, you know, something completely different for some, you know, for that was already yeah. there. Stylish you kind of got the similar. same yep. thing. Like, is it really that different shocker? Like what is, is there much difference there? I think if you look at their point totals, I don't think they're outrageously different. So yeah, if you want to do it again, I'm not, I'm not going to be, I don't want to have a real big problem with it. It's just the, the, the bigger picture is what I'd be focusing on. If, if all of this, the grand design was to try and see how Darren handled some more minutes, against some different competition next to Nurse, I would understand and be in favor of that. I don't understand why they had to mess with the other pairing. I still, that's the one. Yeah. And maybe, maybe in a week or two, I'll, I'll see if, uh, if Knobloch will give me a little bit more perspective on that or when they get back into town, I'll see if I can get some answers on that. But anyways, he ended up putting him back, right? It wasn't working. He put him back. He made the adjustment and a uh, nice touch there. The Corey Perry bounce up the lineup worked as well. Uh, so well, one not so nice touch by the coach, a couple of nice touches by the coach. I'd say he broke even with his changes. Let's get to the UCAN Youth Services, a relentless player of the game, local charity that helps vulnerable youth find employment. Their upcoming comedy night fundraiser, it is fast approaching, and we want to see you at one of the six comedy nights in March. There's a few tables left, tables for 10, and there are some individual tickets as well. The event is a blast. I've been to it multiple times. Great comedy, great atmosphere for a great cause. Go to youcan.ca for information and to grab your tickets. And if you tell them that Got Your Back sent you, you will get 20% off of your tickets. All the proceeds go directly towards helping our youth right here in our community. Struds, who are you going to tap for the relentless player of the night? Uh, I could go one of two ways. I, I think that obviously Vander Kane would be a guy that would uh, get it, but he got the first star. And, and I don't believe yeah, that yeah. this guy got the first star, old Calvin Pickard. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go with him. I think that he had, he had, you know, he, he, he had some nice, really nice saves early, kind of kept his team in there, kept giving him a chance. And he just hung in there, hung in there and ultimately uh, made enough saves to give his chance, uh, his team a chance to get the win. So I'm going with all the, Calvin Pickard, the captain. You know who I'm going to go honorable mention to on this night and the yeah. overlentless player of the game? How about Ryan Strom? Yeah, he looked good. He was looking good tonight, man. The yeah. feet looked good. Like, he's not the fleetest foot guy. But taking it Smart. to the net, scoring goals, like, you know, yeah. I mean, certainly no uh, Ryan Spooner, but uh, but it was a heck yeah. of a. It was Spooner, wasn't it? That was that yeah. trade. Well, I was talking about that tree trade tonight. Eberly for Strom, and then Strom for Spooner. Like, 
Whew, tough asset yeah. management there. No question. Okay, that was the breakdown brought to you by Adrenaline Diesel. Uh, when we come back on the other side, we'll keep breaking this game down, maybe talk a little bit more in depth about Corey Perry. Uh, also tonight on the podcast, going to give away another hat. We gave away our first one last night, and we have a winner, by the way. We'll do another trivia question tonight, another opportunity for you to win a hat and a $25 gift certificate courtesy our good friends over at DeBoer's. And we remind you that Struddy's appearances on the podcast, at least tonight, brought to you by Kinprint, helping you push your business brand to the next level and making great hats here on Got Your Back. Visit kinprint.ca to see all that they have to offer. And we're going to give away one of these Kinprint beauties coming up in a couple of segments. Quick break and tons more left on the show. Say goodbye to unruly hair and hello to a smooth and silky back in minutes with Backscape. Shave your back solo with no mess with Backscape's water-resistant long handle and patented six-blade design, leaving you with a no-mess shaving experience all in less than five minutes. Shop now for 40% off select kits just for you, our Got Your Back listeners. Use promo code GYBPOD on checkouts and make 2024 your year to elevate your grooming routine. If you own or operate a business, you know the value of a great employee. Just ask Shogger. Pathfind is here to help you find your next star player to help take your business to the next level. Pathfind can help with recruitment, career transition, leadership coaching. They truly have your whole team covered. Building you a championship caliber roster, find your team's path forward at pathfind.ca. Winter is upon us, so why not make the best of it? Marmot Basin Ski Resort is where it's at. Ski half price every day, no blackout periods. Pick up your escape card for 99 bucks and make winter fun more affordable. Half the price, all the powder. Get yours at www.skimarmot.com. All right, time now for takeaways brought to you by Martin Motorsports. Clear the way for the Can Am Pro Mount Steel Plow on the front of your quad. Yes. It is the perfect partner for snow removal. This winter, contact the crew at Martin Motorsports South or West Edmonton to get a plow today. Take a look at those beauty struds. You want to move some snow, buddy? You're a yeah. snow removal specialist. How about that, struds? I love that blade. God, I could move a lot of snow with that. Oh, man. You could do some serious plowing, buddy, with something like that. Oh, yeah, that's some high-end stuff right there. Go check out Martin Motorsports. Uh, it's more than just fun, right? Functionality, too, in these uh, in these vehicles of theirs. Uh, Strud, let's continue the conversation, maybe a little bit more on Corey Perry. You know, we wondered how long it would be before he got a bump up the lineup. Interesting, they give him an opportunity back in Anaheim. Not that he hasn't played there since he left, but still, you know there'll be a little pep in his step playing back in Anaheim where he spent so many years. But he gets to look alongside Dreisaitl and alongside Evander Kane. Now, one of the issues with Perry was always going to be his foot speed. You know, how he looked, if he could keep up with other top six forwards out there and such. How would you evaluate kind of the way he was moving 
And if he looks like pace-wise, he's going to be able to handle it even with a bit of a kick up in pace at playoffs. What do you think of the pace? Yeah, the pace is going to go a lot higher, obviously, when you get to round two, three, four, and uh, you know, hopefully in the fourth would be great. Um, Corey Perry, I think he understands where his game at. He's not going to be the guy that's going to be flying through the neutral zone with the puck. Mm-hmm. But if you notice tonight, I, I believe that he, Kane, and Drysdale had an understanding that if you are uncertain or uncertain where to put the puck, uh, I'm going to be behind the net because he'd slide off to behind the net and the puck would be rimmed around to him. And now it becomes a grounded pound style of game where speed doesn't matter. It's strength and something he's really got. He, he's really heavy on his stick, but he's good at puck protection, as is Leon, as is Kane. So now you have three big bodies that can all score, they can all make plays, they're heavy on their stick, and they like puck protection. Mm-hmm. And that's where Perry's going to excel. So I, I've talked about this with with Leon and playing with other players before, but Leon is going to have to understand how do you help his line mate, in this case, Perry, show and do what he can the best. He, he, Perry can't play and attract me. He, he's, he's not, it's just, it's not his style. Now it's yeah. not his style. He's, they've got to get it over the blue line, below the top of the circles, and just ground and pound and hang on to it and make plays. You know, you kind of look at, you, know, you talk about slashing the puck out of the goalie stick, yeah, or stick out of his hand. He did. But the puck goes in the corner. Kane and Perry win the battle. Yeah. Kane drags it out of the corner and shoots it to the net. That's not off the rush. I know it's relatively soon from upon entering the zone, but that's not off the rush. And I think that's how best to maximize what Perry does well. For Let's Leon. get. Yeah, I agree with you, buddy. Let's get to some comments in our uh, Weiss Johnson YouTube stream. Check out their scratch and dent sale, by the way, up to 20% off units with minor imperfections and all in-stock air conditioners, 25% off right now. I know with the snow and the cold, you're thinking, not necessarily thinking about AC. This is exactly the time for you to think about air conditioning because of great deals like this from Weiss Johnson. The sales end February 15th. Visit www-weiss-johnson.com for details. So I'm, I don't know if I'm the only one that hasn't heard this nickname yet, but Rye Guy is in on the stream strad, struds, and he has named that line, Kane, Drysaddle, and Perry, calling it the Katy Perry line. <laughs> That's not bad, man. That's actually That's, pretty good. <laughs> K.D. Perry. K.D. Perry. I do like that. That's, that's hey? pretty damn good. Yeah, that is actually really good. That's a big step up from the the mushroom man or what or the marshmallow guy. What would they call Darren A last year? Oh, seaweed uh, man. Seaweed man. Yeah. Seaweed man. Hey Steve, <laughs> do you have, do you have time to throw a quick poll up in the chat? Yeah. Um, do we want to keep this Katy Perry thing or keep searching for something else? Maybe just yeah. put that I think we might have we might have this line named. Yeah, if I it's like going to be a thing, I wonder if everybody else likes it as much as we do, though. So chime in on our uh, Weesh Johnson YouTube stream here and uh, and let us know what you think. Uh, Pickard Big Early says Boba Fett. Lots of breakdowns yeah. and odd man rushes with discombobulated. Good word. He spelled it right. New D pairings. Tender came up big to keep this game in reach for sure. X-Ray says of the KD Perry line, I like that they forced themselves to battle. It should help against LA. There were a few times, I think you made the point about how 
you know, it might get a little tiresome for Leon Drysaddle. It's like, seriously, guys, we're doing this again. All right. But I'll grab someone, gets in him. You know, I think it brings emotion in. Yeah. I like it. I think I don't. Why would Leon not like it? I think it actually takes the attention away from him. You know, because you have you have two guys that are are they in the top ten most disliked players in the league? Kane and Perry. Yeah, I mean they're definitely in the conversation, bud. I mean, yeah, and that's not. I'm not saying like that as to be mean to them. But no, I know exactly they are annoying. Saying. They're annoying, and you just want to punch them in the face. And so I think it actually takes the attention away from Leon. I really do. Like I, I thought Leon had a lot of jump tonight. I thought he was playing well and skating well. Like I, I, I think it's kind of fun for him. I, I love to get the true serum into him, but I do think that, you know, he, he, when there's a scrum, no one's coming looking for Leon. Everyone yeah. wants to get a piece of uh, Kane and uh, and Perry. You know, I don't know if it was my favorite play of the game from Corey Perry tonight because of the. Knocking the stick out of the attendee's hand is a pretty sage, just rat greaseball move that's just sure. really quite amazing. So there's that. Um, but the one that I loved was in the last minute of play when they're on the ice and Calvin Pickard kind of screws up and turns a puck over and a little bit of pressure, a little bit of a scramble in their end. Did you see the play Perry made behind his own net? Bit of a spinorama there to free himself up and give himself some space with the puck and helped clear it. Yeah. Do you see yeah. that, Struds? You know what I'm I talking do. about? Yeah, I do. I do. But ballsy. again, but it's it's ballsy, but that isn't a speed move. He, he you can still have good edges, you can still be strong on your stick, but it's not a speed move. Um, you know, let, let's go back to Hyman's goal. You know, when when Connor skates all the way from the middle of the ice, picks the puck up off the wall, skates all the way up the wall, cuts across to the other side of the ice, then passes back to Hyman. Corey Perry's not doing that. Yeah. Quite frankly, he probably never did it that fast. And quite frankly, no one's ever done it that fast. But that's not how Corey is going to help this team. That's how Connor does it. And Hyman understands, I've got to skate in a, a very straight line to the net with my stick on the ice, knowing that my buddy Connor is going to pass me the puck. So everyone's got their role, and it's different ways. As a defender, yeah. you have to understand how to defend against different players and how they play. And I like that they have now some contrast uh, in their line because that, you know, Connor's line is different than the Leon line. It's different than the third line. And I think the fourth line is still kind of, you know, just still trying to, not that they're playing bad, but they're, I think they're still going to be a work in progress. So the first three lines all look different to me. And you know the third line's big, fast, and 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 can get to the net or should get to the net. Second James, line is mucky. Yeah, hundred percent. They're they're gonna muck it out. James Burrell says when Perry knocked the stick out of Gibson's hands, it made me know just how smug Ducks fans felt for all those years. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I I like the fact that Oiler fan is experiencing this because. Perry is one of those players where, I mean, opposition fans obviously can't stand him, but what has always been said about Corey Perry, same with Brad Marchand, same with a bunch of players, Cal Clutterbuck, whoever you want to name, you'll love him if he's on your team. Hate to play against yeah. him, would love him on your team. And now there's little tiny things that are going to happen along the way here to remind Oiler fan. 100%. You just nailed it. But he's on your team, and he's going to do those things that help make him successful. He's been on a lot of winning programs, junior, world juniors, NHL. Like it just, I don't believe that's an accident or luck. Yeah. Another suggestion from Brandon Farrell, the Pissy Boys, uh, on naming the line. Don't know if that'll stick. Yeah. Uh, so 
Corey Perry's promotion meant Warren Fogle gets supplanted on that second line. And then I'm sure you noticed, Rez, by the end of the game, Connor Brown was, in fact, skating on the third line ahead of Warren Fogle. A couple of tough handles for Fogle tonight. Didn't seem to have yeah. the, the confidence in the hands there. What did you see from him? And, uh, and what did you think of Brown there? Well, I thought Connor Brown was going to score his first goal tonight. He had that breakthrough, and you're like, I just I want to score so bad, and I feel like it's my own son. I just like, please score. Just get one in there. Um, but with Fogel, there there's a little bit of a shift. When you go from playing with Leon to now playing with Ryan McLeod, yeah. that game becomes very north-south. That game is very attacking. That even Ryan McLeod, you don't have to give him the puck the same way that you would with Leon. So it's a little bit different. I think that as a winger, you can be more comfortable carrying that puck with Ryan McLeod than you do with Leon. So maybe a little bit of a, a little bit of adjustment there for 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 uh, Fogel, and mm-hmm. maybe just trying to get Brown a little bit extra juice to try to get him over the top. Because my God, he's got to score. He's got it. It's just got to come. I feel so bad for him. You've been calling his first goal like every oh, other game crazy. for the last year. Like he's, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. I know. I'll say you got a feeling for tomorrow. I got a feeling from tomorrow. Come on. You think it'll be tomorrow? You know what? I, I know. agree with you. I agree with you. Connor Brown's getting his first goal tomorrow. I, Let's just uh, all will it. Let's all will it, just will it to existence. Everybody just Come say on. it. Let's just make it happen. Um, how about Matthias Janmark in the almost goal? That was something. Yeah, it's so slippery it was. He slips it underneath the, the D-man stick, picks it up on the other side. Um, then goes past the goalie, turns and throws a backhander. I thought it was in the net. He had a wide open cage there and just hits the wall or the wall, the, uh, the post, and I guess it's a wall. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Dylan Holloway tonight? That shot, that one-timer shot, uh, who passed him that? McDavid. That Newt? Oh, McDavid. Yeah, there you go. That was a great shot. And I probably, if not his best, one of Gibson's best saves of the night. That was a really... Hard shot, and that looked like a shooter's shot. You know what I mean? Like someone, yeah. it wasn't just lucky. He looked, he got in a position really quick, opened up, bang, and it was on the net. And I really thought that should have been a goal. Really, really nice save. Um, so that was a nice moment. I thought he was skating well. I didn't think he quite had the puck on his stick as much as we've seen in other games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, I think he's trending in the right direction. And it does hurt a little bit. Maybe Fogel wasn't quite firing either on the other side. Um, I thought the line looked better with Perry on it than did with Fogel. Yeah, but that's a bit unfair to Fogel. Neil Garrity's on the stream here, kind of defending Brown and Janmark a little bit. He made the comment that he doesn't honestly does not care if either of those those guys score this year. He said he could care less. The coach appreciates what those guys are doing. This falls into the category of players having roles and penalty kill and yeah. defensive play and all that strides. I, I understand what Neil is saying, but I'm I'm sorry, I I don't agree. You need to have contributions from players through your lineup. You cannot have guys that absolutely do not do anything offensively for months and months on end. I, I don't think that's acceptable on a championship team. You need to have better players that can contribute more often than that. And I think these guys are capable of that. Uh, and Brown in particular is just not doing it. But I don't think it's okay. I disagree. No, they, well, they, they don't think it's okay. Like they being those individual players. They for want sure. to score. Of course they do. Of course. Um, it, but it's, it's a big deal. And so you get the point, though. Neil's I, I making the point that it shouldn't matter because they're doing other things. Yeah. I'm saying I get that, but no. You need people to contribute. You can't have no shows offensively for months on end. Well, Matt, so if Janmark scores on that, 
it probably is a different game. Not that they, yeah. they lost it. And if if Brown can score on that one good chance he had or two good he had, it changes the game as well. So it does make a difference. When you get those goals from the fourth line, it really changes the tone of a game. Big time. Big time. Like, yeah, a massive. So, yeah, I think that I understand the the sentiment I was trying to say, mm-hmm. but in principle, I don't agree with it. You need to get some goals out of those guys. Championship teams get contributions from even their their best penalty killers, and you just you don't have physical months and months being dry here. The fourth sure. line will be interesting. I, um, you know, I the Ducks got a couple of guys. It would be interesting to see in other uniforms. We'll uh, we'll get into that, I'm sure, in podcast to come. That was takeaways brought to you by our good friends over at Martin Motorsports. Lots more to come on the podcast when we come back. Study and I don't take a lap. Stay with us. Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top-of-the-line TrackMan simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park and Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a Z.ca. Time to talk about your mortgage? It doesn't have to be a daunting conversation. With over 16 years in the industry, Maria Gallus with Maximum Mortgages knows how to make it easy. With access to dozens of different lenders, let Maria customize the perfect solution for you. Whether you're purchasing, refinancing or renewing, or a first-time buyer, Maria's simplistic approach and expert advice will have you feeling confident you're in great hands making informed decisions. Take the stress out of your mortgage journey. Contact Maria Gallus at mortgagesbymaria.ca. That's mortgagesbymaria.ca. Welcome back to the show. So Chris Sabunia. Oh, boy. We, pro- we probably work him too hard, Stratty. Zuby. We know him and love him as here on the podcast. So I'm always encouraging him. Like, look, you've got a fantastic cohort in Steve Taylor that does a great job on these podcasts. Zuby, take a night off and get some sleep, right? I'm always, he's because I don't know if you notice it, Strud, he's been sick since like September. Yeah. He's had a cold. Yeah, yet he's so pod- sick. Yeah. yeah. Yet every podcast that he takes off, you know what he does? He sits on the stream. So Chris, and just so you folks know who are on the stream, he, he comes through his Growler Media Group. So this is what Zuby chimes in on the stream okay. as he's watching the commercials, which, by the way, he produced them. Growler Media Group says, Long Shots Golf Commercial is a banger. <laughs> the commercial music, <laughs> which he chose. Well, uh, commercial music is a banger. So he's sitting there, rather than going to bed and getting some sleep, so that he shakes his hepatitis or whatever he's got, he's sitting on the stream complimenting his own music choices. 
How's he able to type when he's ordering pizza all the time? Yeah, that's true. That is true. Oh, Zuby, we love you, buddy. But go to bed. Go to bed so that uh, you have a fighting chance tomorrow night. And by the way, on the nights where we don't have podcasts, he's in one of those men's leagues where the games start at 11.45 p.m. and he gets to bed at 2 a.m. All right, time to take a lap brought to you by Backscape. You can bid farewell to unwanted back hair solo in just five minutes with the fastest growing male grooming tool on the planet. Water resistant, rechargeable, long handled shaver. You can shave independently in any direction with no cuts, scrapes, bumps, no mess at all. Name the superhero of razors. Let Backscape have your back and tame that wild mane. Visit Backscape.com. Backscape. I don't always shave my back, but when I do, I use Backscape. <laughs> That's not the tagline, Strads. That is not, That's not that. it. How long is it going to take to train you this? It's it's K. Okay. Try one more time. You know what it is. Ready? Backscape. Backscape. Love it. No, say the tagline. But, oh. No. <laughs> I thought I was repeating. I thought that was one of those repeat after me. <laughs> no. We've been trying to get this right for a month. Stay smooth, the better. No, that's not it. Stay smooth, gentlemen. Stay smooth, Get in gentlemen. your deep voice. Okay, ready? Can, yes. Just a second. Yeah. Backscape. Backscape. Oh, my God. Chris, what? or Steve, just do it. <laughs> Steve, you do it with that nice deep voice you got. Ready? Backscape. Backscape. Stay smooth, gentlemen. Nice. That See, good. that's... Yeah. That was good tones. That I think they might say that. I think they might the other one. I'm gonna send them a note. Hey, how about I don't always shave my back, but when I do, I use Backscape. You're gonna send them a marketing note. I've got time. You know, I could send, send me the email after the show, Shogger. Oh yeah. Well, they're gonna have some notes for you. I freaking guarantee that. <laughs> All right, study. Let's take a lap, buddy. Where are we going? Let's start with Sidney Crosby banged in his 577th goal of all time. Time yeah. Mark Recchi, number 21 all time. Pretty incredible. So he's 577. Yari Curry 601. Dino Cicerelli 608, which I, I think is incredible. If you asked anyone for the top 25, that's a guy they would not get. Hall at 610. Iggy Aginla and Sakic at 625. So he's 48 more goals to get to, he'd be 16th place if he beats 625. Yeah, this year or next year, um, I, I think he's going to get at least a 16th uh, on the list. Uh, just a, a guy who just doesn't seem to get tired or or slow down, Sidney Crosby tonight, passing yeah. for tying Mark Recchi. You know, and this discussion comes up about NHL players going back to the Olympics, right? And it's taken too long, and everybody knows that. Everybody wants to see Sid and McDavid. This is a couple years away. Canada's got lots of good players, lots of good young players. Now, I, I think he's flat out just going to be there, right? I, I just don't think there's a doubt. But he did have to field some questions, Struds, about, you know, how bad he wants to be there, and there's no guarantees. And he was the one that said it. He said it, it needs to be earned. It has to be earned. And... You know, not that he needs more motivation. He wants to win cups, and he's a competitor. But watching Sidney Crosby keep himself in the conversation, keep himself relevant, I don't think he's just going to make that Olympic team. I think he'll be featured on it. I think he still has that much game left. Yeah, they're not winning the Stanley Cup. So I think Olympics, it's where his, that's just his it. success is going to come from, right? Yeah. Like, and that's 
not to kick Pittsburgh in the nuts, but that's just where they're at right now, right? They've they've got to figure something yeah. out. Yeah, there's some um, dark times ahead for them, buddy. Oh, darkness is coming. It is coming really quick. <laughs> uh, but well, think about when Sid Malkin uh, Latang shut her down. There's no one behind them. Like there, there's no one else coming in. Like if I'm Jane yeah. Gensel, do I want to resign there, knowing that those uh -huh. guys are gone? And it's when I say three years, is it? Three years, fair to say, for those guys. Mm. So you signed an eight-year contract to know the last five. You're playing with, uh, you know, Ryan Rashog and Jason Strudwick. I have a hard time seeing that happening. Oh, you know, interesting comment coming in here from Bob's your uncle. It says, Sid has to be Captain Canada. Full stop. So let's think about this for a second. That's an interesting one. I don't know if I've heard that debate. Is Connor McDavid the captain of Team Canada? That Sidney Crosby is on. Do you think those guys care? I'll ask that question. Well, I don't, I don't care, care if they care. I want to talk about yeah. the rest of us that are interested in it. I no, don't think I, they I, care. No, no, but let me be clear. So I, I don't think that they care. So I think that I honestly think that Connor McDavid would defer to Sidney Crosby and say, buddy, you've been here before. You've done it before. This is your time. I'll be whatever. I, I don't really, I, I, I don't think they care. I, I really don't get that sense. So I think it'd be Sid. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the case too. If it feels like he's going to play a role that's significant enough, right? Like if he's, if he's prominently going to be featured on that team versus, you know, in a, who knows in a few years, right? But I, I still think he's going to be there and he'll be very prominent, but that'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, where are we going for uh, take a lap? Number two, number two, two uh, Dan Vladar. Uh, put on IR mm -hmm. today by the Calgary Flames. So that means mm -hmm. that Jacob Marstrom is, well, he was already their guy. But up comes uh, the heir apparent, Mr. Uh, Dustin Wolf. Don't call me Dusty. He's come up. He's played five games this year with the team. He's he's, he's done a lot in, in the minors. Uh, this might be an opportunity for him to show what he can do. Uh, you know, the Markstrom rumors are swirling. I, you know, I saw him yeah. talk about a little bit. It, he's like, I'm not going to go to management. I'm happy here. And I, 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 this is what I feel listening to Markstrom's, Markstrom's comments is that he doesn't want to be the guy to start this conversation, but it, you know, so he doesn't want to be the bad guy, but if they come to him and say, Hey, we can trade you to, I'll just use Colorado. I think it's unlikely, but Colorado, sure. Maybe there's a, a fit there. That's, I think he's, and I think Craig is understanding. I think everything's going to be done in the right way. Maybe not before the trade deadline, maybe the summer, but yeah. So anyways, either way, Dustin Wolf called up, and I think this is good for that team to see what he can do. Yeah. I mean, do you get ahead of it if you're Calgary? Do you just do you just get that thing done? And, I mean, they're collecting assets. They're making trades. They're wheeling and dealing. You know, they're not ridiculous out of it or anything like that. But we just know what this year means for them. And you wonder with that, you know, with that player, with that goalie, if uh, – you know what the return would look like and if it is the time like is it the time to just go ahead and do that how well do they want to retain money i guess mm -hmm. would be one thing because i mm -hmm. think that'd be a, a, a that would obviously make the return better so i would want to retain money if i'm the gm you know i would i would be happy to do that mm -hmm. um but does my owner who i understand is it maybe you know, all that thrilled about maybe that an idea like that. So I would, I, because there are teams, I think there's value for a lot of value for him. Um, and load up now because again, you're three years away from your new arena. If you draft someone now, 
this high enough pick that he could be on or close to joining your roster in those three years. Sherry Frazzy back in on the stream and says, uh, about our previous conversation, I think Sid gives it to Connor. He already said he'd play wing with Connor at center if he could. Good It'd be interesting. It'd be like, no, you take it. No, no, you take it. No, 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 no. I'm going to need you to, no, you take it. So the one and, that they won with Sackig, uh, Lemieux, and Iggy, wasn't Lemieux the captain that year? Hmm, I want to say yes. I'm trying to picture it in my head. Yeah, but I can't recall. Yeah, I, I'm pr pretty sure he was. And so, listen, I. It's a great story either way. Either way, but I, if it was me, and I, and I obviously am not Connor McDavid, I'd be like, buddy, I'm happy to play. You know, beside you, but you're the captain. You know, you, mm -hmm. just you're the guy, and my time will come. Uh, but you're the guy, so just where. But it's not like these guys. I, I just think hockey players are like that. But is it? Do these guys decide? Like, it, I mean, I don't think there's a conversation. There's a conversation. Or does management go look? This is who it is. This is who it needs to be. This is who it is. Is that management? And maybe well, it matters who the manager is. Yeah, I think I think you talk to him. I think you talk to both those guys. Like, if I was a coach, I'd say, okay, these are my two guys. Like, no, like Nathan McKinnon, incredible player. Camel car incredible player but you know they're not gonna be the captain of that team so you you go to those mm -hmm. two guys and say hey guys i'm leaning towards giving the captaincy to this player this is why how do you guys feel i think that's a great idea okay great boom we're out the door like i don't think it really matters but i do think i would defer to the older player who's been there out of respect knowing my time's coming nice all right, good stuff. That was Take a Lap, brought to you by our good friends at Backscape. Another quick break here, and when we come back, Strutty's World. Stick around, lots more ahead on the show. Okay, heroes, are you trying to tough it out through a sports or life injury right now? Trying to prove your mettle by grinding through, gritting your teeth? Well, Redefined Health is here to say it's time to come on in. At Redefined Health, they'll high-five you for your toughness, and then get to work on helping you fix the problem. Helping athletes and heroes find better balance, performance, and injury prevention, visit redefinedhealth.com. The Edmonton Sport and Social Club spring season is set to go in May, and registration is just around the corner. Team up with your pals to play in slow pitch, beach volleyball, outdoor soccer, ultimate frisbee, and even cornhole leagues to keep the spring months full of excitement. Spring leagues begin in May. Registration opens on February 8th. Visit edmontonsportsclub.com for more details. When you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here. Someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Gotta look good. <laughs> it is Strutty's world, and we're all just living in it. Somebody sent that to me on Twitter today. So that should be the new tagline for the segments. Time now for Strutty's World, brought to you by DLR Vinyl Products. With locations in Calgary and Edmonton, whether you're a homeowner, contractor, or builder, they're the most reliable source for vinyl fence. Opened in 2005, they're not going anywhere. Unmatched service, high-quality, North American-made products. 
Visit dlrvinylproducts.ca. It's Strutty's world. We're all just living in it, Strutty. So what ride are you taking us on tonight, my friend? The Mount Rushmore of great hockey players. This is a debate that uh, I love having, and I think it's very interesting. I think there are some that are locks. Bobby Orr, Mary Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, and Gordie Howe. And I only saw two of them play. The other two I didn't see play. Um, but I've heard a lot. I've read stuff. I've seen, you know, film some of them and all that stuff, which is pretty crazy. But I am prepared to now add the final piece to that group until Connor McDavid retires. And no, this player is not retired. I believe he should be amongst those top five. Sidney Crosby. I think Sidney Crosby is, has been, and uh, was one of the most complete players we've seen. You know, scoring, puck protection, uh, penalty killing, power play, face-offs, winning Stanley Cups, winning Olympics, winning all this stuff, all the different things he's done, putting the numbers up deep into his career, deep into his career. He's, he's putting up good numbers, um, solid leader, all those types of things you want to see. The, the, the challenge is that you have a guy beside him wearing number eight in Washington that is going to probably break Wayne Gretzky's record. And how do you keep him? Yeah, well, fair point. And how do you keep him out of that that list? Even if he even becomes one short, how do you keep him off the list? But I just look at what if I'm starting a team, these are the five guys that I would, I think I'd pick first. Out of, the, out of all the players in history, these would be the guys I think would go first in that draft. So obviously this is wide open to conversation, Shocker. But I, I really think that Sidney Crosby, and this is just because he got to that, I think he is in amongst the top five players of all time yeah yeah you make a you make a good point it's hard to argue that right like it really is hard to argue that he's been so good for so long picture of consistency does everything the right way all aspects of it or aspects of it offense defense leadership he's won he's won at every level like he's just been he's just been unreal you know and quite frankly on and off the ice for whatever that matters but um, I have a hard time arguing with you, you know, and I can't remember when they, when they, um, when did they do a countdown of the top hundred players? It was, it was a major countdown. Now the NHL released it, but they didn't release it in order. Like they didn't actually yeah. remember that, that year they did all yeah. that. Just yeah. kind of, you know, I've looked at, just looked at it quickly here and they, they kind of just listed them alphabetically. I can't remember where Sid was on the list though. When was it TSN that did the top? Hundred players of all time. Someone did a huge one, and yeah. uh, I think he was right up there. Like I think he was right in the fray there. Yeah. So let's let's look at options. I think that you know he, probably Yarmer Jagger is in that conversation somewhere. You know, Brett Hall was an amazing goal scorer, but he was he mm. wasn't the total. Pa- and I, this is hard for me to say. Like he wasn't the total package, right? He he scored a ton of goals, um, but I wouldn't say he was a defensive powerhouse um you know marcel dion uh connor mcdavid who's coming up he's another guy that could be in that conversation obviously we don't have a goalie which i cannot understand how in these top lists we never bring goalies in when we talk about how important they are but you know i think the dominator could be somewhere around that conversation so there's there's lot you know mark messier the greatest leader of all time so you know how do you keep him out of there um mike bossy Another guy could score a ton of goals. So I guess when you're looking at complete players, 
I kind of put Sid above those guys. Yeah. And that and again, we're we're talking the top 10, 15 players to ever strap a pair of skates on here. Gretzky Howe or Mastier, you know, Sid, Rocket Richard, Bobby Hull, Doug Harvey. I want to go back a little bit. Esposito, Lafleur, Beliveau, like man, there are so like, but Sid belongs in that. that like all those names I just mentioned, most of them, I mean, he belongs right in there for sure. No question. And that's about a great it. way of putting it. it. It's he's he's at the table. He's not looking from the back row. He's at that table of greatness. Yeah, um, and just in a crazy, crazy accomplishments he's had. Great career. Great career. All right, that was Strutty's World, brought to you by DLR Vinyl Products. By the way, uh, if people notice that I'm talking a little bit quieter tonight, like I'm not emoting with the same sort of volume uh, in my voice, I'm actually, like I said, I'm in Saskatoon visiting my son. And he actually, so he's he's got a, an awesome basement suite, but he actually has roommates that are upstairs, and they're college students. And so I'm trying not to keep the college students away. Although I guess it's a Friday night. What the hell am I thinking? I'm just trying not to be rude. So that's why I'm kind of at a half whisper tonight, Strudz. Have you noticed? Yeah. No, I noticed. I, I, I bet you don't want to disturb their their board game going on above you, probably. They got a <laughs> Friday night board game. My kind of college fiction, students, buddy. Yeah. Fictionary. <laughs> oh, Dominoes. 100%. Okay. Uh, couple segments left in the podcast when we come back we're going to give away another one of these beauties courtesy yes. tin print and our good friends at Boers. so a little trivia and an opportunity to win a hat and then we're going to get to our ask us anything segment after a quick word from our newest sponsor belvedere golf and country club for over 60 years belvedere golf and country club has been delivering a high quality golf experience to edmonton and area this beautiful private club located on Highway 21 just south of Sherwood Park occupies 160 acres and presents a challenging yet adventurous 18-hole design. A beautiful clubhouse, fully stocked pro shop, and warm, friendly staff truly make it feel like you belong to something unique and special. Visit www.belvederegcc.com. Great track out at Belvy Struds. We've been out there a few times together, buddy. It's a great track. Many more rounds in the in the, yeah. the summer coming I mean, up, I, buddy. Well, we're kind of one and one, right? The one time I spanked you in the rain, and then we I'm played a seven holes. We played seven holes spanked in the you. rain, and we shut it down. I'm a mutter. Grit. The day, the day grit. we played a full round, I think I got you by like three strokes, didn't I? After you questioned my handicap. And my integrity in front of everybody. I did. Oh yeah, I did do that. But so yeah, that one, one, like it's one win, one loss each. No. I think that's we agree on that. Let's agree no. to agree on that. No, I'm I'm up one. Seven holes in the pouring rain is absolutely means nothing. So look forward to it. Uh, thrilled to have really? Belvedere Golf and Country Club on board here with the podcast. Time to give away another hat, courtesy our great friends over at DeBoers and Kinprints, who of course put these great hats together. And so, uh, once again, we're going to have a quick trivia question here. And what you got to do is email the answer to gotyourback18 at gmail.com. We had an absolute ton of entrance in to the first competition that we did. And I do have a winner. Our winner is Wayne Kendrick, who was the winner of the first Got Your Back giveaway hat. Oh, so, Wayne. congratulations, Wayne, the Wayner. 
You can go to DeBoer's and pick up your Got Your Back hat and your $25 gift certificate uh, from DeBoer's. Okay, trivia question for tonight. Yeah, yeah, not exactly putting hours and hours of thought into this. We just want to make you do like the tiniest little bit of work and then send an email. And by the way, subscribe and like all of our social platforms and stuff. Um, that helps the cause as well. What day of the week did the Oilers pick up their first win of the season? Simple one. Take a look at the schedule. It's nice and easy. What day of the week did the Edmonton Oilers win their first game of the regular season this year? Send the answer to gotyourback18 at gmail.com if you get the answer right. Your name will go into a draw. We will draw a name, and you'll pick up one of these awesome Flex Fit 110 Got Your Back hats, courtesy Kinprint, over at the Boers, and a $25 gift certificate as well. So fire us your emails. Good luck. And looking forward to giving away some more hats here on Got Your Back. Steve, why don't you hop in, my man? It is time now for our final segment of the night. Ask Us Anything, brought to you by the Shark of the Park, Rini Buclan of Maxwell Devonshire Realty. Whether you're buying or selling a home, your success hinges upon expert advice and services provided by a real estate agent. She's committed to providing clients with professional services based on experience, knowledge, and skills Call Rini for a no-obligation quote at 780-994-0280. Steve? Okay, so um, James Barrels asking about Gagne and when he's going to come back in the lineup. He said, uh, Gagne plays with some snot. They need more of that. It would be good to get uh, bigger on the fourth line also. Thoughts on his... uh, when he's going to come back, what he can bring. He's not making any fourth lines bigger, that's for sure. <laughs> that's what I <laughs> So who do you take out? That's that's a question, right? Do you take uh, Jan Mark out? Do you take Connor Brown out? Do you take Derek Ryan? All those three guys kill penalties. So if you do that, you disrupt what's been a really hot penalty kill up till tonight where I think they gave up two. Um, so that's a little tricky. So then you have to, I put someone else in the penalty. Yeah, you could do it, I guess, for a night. Leon, I guess, could go in there and kill her. Maybe Kane, I guess, is killed in the past. Yeah. Want to keep him engaged uh, to a degree. I mean, Connor Brown, you, you know, he's, he's a valuable penalty killer for you. He's still, he's still trying to do things the right way. It's tough, man. But on a good team, it's supposed to be hard to get into the lineup. You know, it's supposed to be. Um, you know, maybe, maybe Derek Ryan, but again, right shot center, penalty killer, like, that's that's what Gagne is up against here. Adding Corey Perry without subtracting anybody, also a right winger. I mean, that was always going to affect Sam Gagne the minute that deal was done, Steve. Okay, Bob's your uncle says, anyone else noticed that the Oilers were not overpassing the puck as much as they usually do tonight? They were pulling triggers early and more often, to my eye. Hmm. You notice that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say it. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I didn't suppose. notice. I, mean, it. I, 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 I didn't notice it. Yeah, I, much as I yeah, want to be I, agreeable I, to our commenter, I, I did not notice that. But maybe, maybe I missed it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't think that the Ducks are the best defending group. So I think you know, I go back to the goal that Kane scored. Was that his first one or second one, where Perry knocks the stick out of the goalie's hands? He walked out of the corner untouched and shot it from the slot. Like that's. You don't need to pass it when you have that lane to the net. <laughs> yeah. 
James Burrell says it was really nice to see uh, Nuge using his shot on the power play. He hasn't done that enough lately. Might be the first yeah. time I've seen him shoot on the power play <laughs> this year where he didn't go high left side. <laughs> but he, how do you get right into the slot like that and 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 kind of clutch it and then shoot it? Like, is how do you get in there? Like that was. <laughs> And I, I I don't want to make fun, but it was you know they he was right in the slot, shooting that shot like that is yeah exactly where you don't want the guy shooting the puck from. Yeah, for sure. Uh, VA says Connor Brown needs an exorcist. That was his comment when we were trying to give him good vibes. Right, just something something to change up the luck, you know, yeah. I mean, burn some sage or whatever. Or, yeah, you know, I've, I've heard it. him. What's that, Stretz? Will it for tomorrow? It's all will think it. about it. Sleep I think tonight. the word you're looking for is manifest. Euler fan, you yeah. have the ability to manifest a goal for Connor Brown tomorrow. Start your manifesting. Okay, uh, Roshan Nelson said, if the Oilers need a big right-handed center, why is Ernie centering a line instead of Lavoie? Lavoie scored the overtime winner tonight with the top shelf snipe. He dominated the AHL All-Star game. Call him up. So they're wanting to call up Ernie, they're saying. No, they moved Lavoie to they're, center. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so call up Lavoie, yeah. they're saying. Yeah, move him to yeah. center, call him up. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I yeah. I talked earlier in the year, Studs, about how, you know, Raphael Lavoie could potentially help this team at some point if he stayed in the minors and played enough minutes and built enough confidence and got his game to a point where he – you know, was playing away where he had a chance to step in and make an impact. And that might still, that story might still be written here. Like it really might. He's, he's got that kind of ability and he's got some size and he moves pretty good. So I think keep on letting her buck play big minutes. And if the need arises, he'll be ripe and ready. Don't you think? Yes. I, I don't think though that you can move a winger to center and then ask him to come to the NHL and play it. Like, I think yeah. that's a bit of a, a stretch. I think yeah. that's what the texter was saying. Okay, I missed that uh, point. Yeah, I'm yeah, tired here. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's why no, and that's why I'm here to just I'm um, the wind beneath your wings. But I think that, that that's I think what he's saying. That's a, that's a big that's a big ask. Um, but I I believe that next year Lavoie and Holloway are going to replace. Well, for sure, Fogel in Holloway's case, and then mm -hmm. somebody else because they're cheap. That's mm -hmm. uh, probably Broberg, Lavoie, Holloway are going to take spots full-time spots because they're cheap you think broberg will be here next year hey i do I, I i wonder how that whole thing is gone like his you know his comfort level wanting to be here you know all those things he's playing apparently he's mm -hmm. playing great playing big minutes and playing great we keep hearing his name as a trade chip too which i just i don't know why you trade philip broberg I, just, I don't know why you trade him right now yeah, it's a, it's a dangerous game because on the back end you're going to have some salaries go up uh, in Vinny Dernay, Bouchard's a year away, and you need some cheap players that can play. So I I, I would look, I would park Broberg and Lavoie on the side, like as far as trading, because mm -hmm. um, that they're they're ready now. Well, I I would hope they'll be ready now to play on the team next year. Steve, you can grab one more before you do. I'm going to take one here from DC. Says, guys, they're testing out new D pairs because management have a trade coming. They need to see other combos. It's pretty easy to figure that one out. Otherwise, you would never change the pairings. And that's something that we discussed yesterday a little bit, the idea that, you know, maybe you want to see what else potentially works because if you're working on a deal that's going to fundamentally change who plays with who, 
maybe you want to get a look at that ahead of time. And there might be some truth to that. But the more I think about this, Strads, the more I just wonder if they, they really just wanted to elevate DeHarnay to see how he handled it. Really, at the end of it all, if that's not at the root of this. Yeah, and that's what I kind of started out with here. I think that's the guy they want to see what he can do. And I, yeah, I mean, it's, I, you know, playing, playing 20 minutes a night for a few nights is doable. But again, you know, can you make those plays? Can you pass that puck up? Can you help? Because I think Leon needs someone that can move the puck like Bouchard when mm -hmm. Bouchard's with McDavid. Mm -hmm. And right now they don't have that guy. And that's no disrespect to those guys, but I'm just calling it like I see it. You need someone that can move that puck up and they don't have it. All right, Steve, last one of the night, buddy, before we get to our gem of the day. Uh, last one, let's just give a shout out to uh, Nabil Jaffer on the stream who's joining us all the way from Myanmar. Myanmar, is that how you pronounce it? What? Uh, in Southeast Asia. Yeah. Come all fans on. All over the world. He says he's uh, he's teaching, what do he say? He's teaching uh, at a Canadian international school there. So, Love oh, it. that's yeah. amazing. Oh, didn't he also say there's too many Leaf fans there? Yeah. Did I see yeah. that comment? Uh, way that too many run? Leaf fans here, he said. <laughs> like a rash riding oh. across the world. That's amazing. And so, Nabil was his name? Nabil, yeah. Nabil, well, yeah. thanks for tuning in all the way from me. I don't even know what time would it be in Myanmar right now. I have no idea. Oh, who knows? Don't, don't, different from uh, Saskatoon, that's for sure. Yeah, very You're different from Saskatoon. You're right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Oiler fan travels well, and Got Your Back fan travels well, too, Strads. Every once in a while, I can log into the program that we use to push out the podcast and see some of our analytics and the number of countries that people are consuming got your back from is yeah. it, it would blow your mind and how far Oiler fans, <laughs> how far away Oiler fans are still right. trying to just grasp because they love their team to death, man. We are, you and I are a couple of Mr. Worldwides when yes. you look at that, man. I love it. Well, all of our good Myanmarians friends, I love uh, <laughs> all of them. That was uh, impressive. Uh, For a guy who can't remember the it's simple slogan of a Myanmarian? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that was impressive. That was pretty good. That's, that Busted is really that good. Yeah. All right, Steve, roll the music because we're going to do Gem of the Day pretty quick here. I'm, uh, I'm ready for bed. Uh, Struds, what do you got, buddy, as we go to our Gem of the Day? Are you thinking of it right now or did you have something in mind? I feel like well, you're thinking you have... of it right now. Yeah, if you have something, I I don't, to be honest, there was a couple I don't want to, I hate calling my own number, but I mean, I, I pretty much could do it every night. Uh, is there okay, let's one clarify you... something. Let's clarify yeah. something. You don't hate calling your own number. You love calling your own number and you feign humility by saying, you know, well, I hate to call my own number. You, you love calling your own number. Just call your own number, buds. That might be the gem of the day. You call me on the fact that I do actually like call my own number. So I think you just won it. You just trump my own trump. <laughs> what were you going to go with? I am curious what you're going to go with. Uh, I'll be the judge. Yeah, there's... Yeah, there's there's a couple, but I was what I was gonna say mentioned that the roommates above your suite there were playing board we're games. Playing tonight. board games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big, yeah, it big wasn't bad. You're, you're spreading out. No, um, me calling BS on you. Oh, I I hate calling my own number. Sure, <laughs> bud. Sure, bud. We've been doing this together for three years or two and a half years. You do not hate calling your own number. But I do love saying that too. I love that saying. I don't want to, I like calling my own number. I love that saying. I, I don't know why. It's just, I like it excited when I can use it. So so now you're complimenting yourself on the saying that you choose to compliment That's yourself right. with. You find new ways but, to twist up ego yeah. and to display but, just 
a pure love for yourself. But it's not like I invented that saying. So I got yeah. to give credit to somebody else. Somebody else. You just use it a lot in sound. I yeah, love that's it. That's good. I don't want to call my own number. Uh, okay, Struds, uh, podcast tomorrow night post-game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we, uh, rumor has it, we might have a Joaquin Gage sighting oh, tomorrow boy. night on the podcast. So, Talk about cocky. That guy yeah. has a lot to handle. I know, I know. Big game tomorrow night against the Los Angeles Kings for the Edmonton Oilers, so we'll drop a pot after that one. Thank you so much for your downloads and your subscriptions. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Steve, great job behind the scenes, my friend. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow night. Thanks to Sherwood Buick GMC as well, our fabulous title sponsors. Have a good night, everybody.